Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mary B. Welcome to the The Happiest Happiest Girls Podcast. Episodes will drop every Monday morning, and each week we'll be tackling a new topic, chatting about motherhood, singlehood, health, wellness, and everything in between. Tune in each week as we discuss what it means to be the happiest girl. Hi, Mary B. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Kate. We're back. Did, Did you, you miss, miss me? Because <laughs> we missed you. <laughs> How's it going? Great. Tell the people where you've been. I've what been, been doing. I've been in Asia. Sorry about the lack of episodes, but I've been trepsing around the West. Where um, all did you go? Um. Oh my gosh, it's interesting. I was just like, is it the East? But it, it is, depends on it where is you the are. East. It's east of us. If you, if you were to lay the map flat, we're considered, like, Western culture, and they're considered Eastern culture. Right, 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 right. So, so very East. I know. It's just because I, like, when I traveled from Japan, I technically traveled East. Um, because Did you, you go, go over from, California? You go, I went over California. Got so it. it's confusing, mm. but you're right. It is the Earth is round, so it's all about perspective. You're right. You're right. So I've been out east, but um, just having so much fun. Went to Japan. You're really giving new definition to out east. You're right. Some people think rebrand. Some people <laughs> think it's the Hamptons. We're talking. But we're talking Japan. Japan. So yeah, and I also. Finished my trip in South Korea, which was also very interesting. I learned so much about Japanese and Korean, South Korean culture, and a lot about their history as well, which has been very eye-opening because I think I learned maybe a little bit in world history, but I feel like world history was even more... Like when talking about Eastern history, it was very like Russia, Chinese-centered. So I learned a lot about like the Korean War, what happened in World War II, all that, as well as just experienced two different cultures, which were very, very, very different than anything I had experienced before. So it's been amazing. Very cool. What was your favorite part of your trip? My favorite part of the trip was the food in general, I think, but and also learning so much about a different culture. Um, oh, yeah. I think... The food in Japan, like a friend of mine texted me and asked, like, I must know how does the sushi in New York City compare to the sushi in Japan? And here is my answer. And all of my friends agreed with me, including my friend who is Japanese, that the best sushi in Japan is, I'm sorry, back up. The best sushi in New York City is at the same level of like grocery store sushi in Japan just because that's where like the fresh fish is like it's just anything you get at like even the cheapest spot in Japan is so so good but then like the nicest sushi restaurants in New York City have like fish flown over from Japan yeah every night so I will say that and I think the best thing I ate was the sushi that I had at... We had one really nice dinner in Tokyo. And this they only made one roll of sushi that entire dinner. It was like a small plate, Michelin star type of situation. 
it's called omakase. Omakase. Is omakase just with sushi though, or is it just small? It could plates? be a nigiri. It could be anything. Omakase is where the, it, there's no menu, and the chef they ask you your preferences, and the chef brings you one piece every single I, time. I know, but that's not really what it was. Oh. It was more like when we went to Frevo, and they brought us like a bunch of small little meal, like little things to taste, little dishes. I don't know what what that that's called. That's like a tasting menu. Yeah, like a tasting menu. And it was only one sushi. There wasn't any, even any, like, So what else was it besides sushi? Oh, well, it was like, there was like a bento box type of situation with like, um, like, oh my gosh, like, like lobster soup, like literally like a, f- like this, the, f- a fish that like, I think had all its innards still intact. That was probably one of the more adventurous things I ate. I had one bite, like a snail shell, like all that. Um, there was like mochi and that like pumpkin mochi, like bento box type of situation, fish eggs. There was like a soup with mushrooms in it. There was, oh, the last thing was the grapes. They had like oh, yeah. Moscato grapes and the peone grapes with like a mascarpone and like a white wine jelly. It was mm. so good. Sushi, like there was um, suba, like suba noodles, suba noodles, soba, soba noodles. Sorry, soba. Um, I mean, it was a lot. It was like a smorgasbord. It was so yeah. good. So, but the best meal I think we had was this dive in uh, Kobe, which is a city in Japan that we went to and met up with one of our my um, my friends. mom's friend my friend whose mom is from japan her friend she took us to this gyoza restaurant that was like a dive that was to die for we were Mm. also like ravenous so that didn't help but in general all the food was amazing um in japan the korean barbecue was also so good big bulgogi fan now and i have this we did like a korean cooking class in south korea and learn how to cook bulgogi and how to cook like a stew and how to do um bimbimbap which is the traditional south korean dish um you should go to gaikaku i should and the weirdest thing i think i did on the entire trip was in south korea we went to a korean spa which is just if you are ever in Korea and you're feeling brave and confident, you should go to a Korean spa. Word of just caution is everyone's naked, mm. but it is all women. So like we went to an all women spa, so it's not like it's co-ed, but yeah. all the women are naked and together in a room where you're all naked, you can get a, like a body scrub which is where these women just go to town scrubbing your skin, every inch of your skin. It's the ultimate exfoliation. And so like dead skin just comes off. It's like the top layer of your skin that you would have shed it anyway, eventually, but just like absolutely cleanses you. And it was amazing. Like I still, my skin is so soft. Like it's like a baby's so bottom. Soft. Literally I felt reborn my afterwards. My spray tan could never. So true. I know. I was worried because I put in some work getting tan this summer, and I was like, well, I guess fall is coming anyway. So, but anyway, it was an amazing trip. Uh, I was so impressed with specifically Japan. Um, Like, really respectful, kind, polite culture, and very, very clean. Like, New York could never. (laughs) It was insane. So, 
Yeah, it was fun. I know. I wish New York was more like that. Me too. Me too. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. No. But yeah, I had a fantastic trip. I'm also happy to be back though. It's good to be home because I was gone for a long time. So still feeling a little bit of jet lag, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, we're happy you're back and we can be back to a recording in Dictators. Obviously happy to have you home, Haranti. So that was fun. Hmm. Maybe and I and Dictator went and got croissants yesterday. First thing I did when I got back, obviously, had to see my little Dictator. So, she's so big now. I got her she's a little growing. stuffed animal. So cute. Pom-pom pudding. If you need a little jolt of happiness, just Google pom-pom pudding. It's so cute. She loved him. She's obsessed. He's she loves squishy. stuffed animals, so <sighs> that's always a winner for her. My girl. But what have you been up to? Literally not much. Just living life. We were in California last weekend for... One of my best friend's weddings, which was really nice. Tiktaker was the flower girl, and she was so cute. Mm-hmm. And I had never... We were, like, Santa Barbara, Montecito area, and I'd never been... I don't know. I'm sure I have been to that area of California, but it was just so beautiful. If it wasn't so far away, I would go more often, but it, the mm-hmm. plane ride was way too long. How long was it? Well, it was a two-hour drive to from Montecito to LAX and you could fly into Santa Barbara but I couldn't fly direct from New York so it didn't really seem to make sense to to have a layover probably Mm. like at the end of the day it was just faster to just rent a car and drive Mm. and so two hour drive to LAX and then a five and a half hour flight I think our flight to France was maybe eight hours so wow it's comparable in time if you total everything up, your total travel time. So, I don't know. Like, if I had the choice between California or Saint-Tropez, I'm probably going to pick Saint-Tropez, but that's just me. Oh, well, there you go. Tell us why. Because Saint-Tropez is just so beautiful. And you're experiencing new culture and stuff like that. Mm. Even though at the end of the day, Aspen, St. Bart, Saint-Tropez, Palm Beach, they're all the same in just different different areas of the world hmm. same stores a lot of the same restaurants same just beach clubs like same people just different different stamp on your passport so. <laughs> but i love them all so love it yeah yeah next stop japan next stop japan i want to go skiing in japan for sure me too so and i just want to experience the culture because i feel like asia is the greatest contrast that you can get to American culture in in a great way. So, yeah. like when you go to Europe, you're still kind of you're you don't feel like it's that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. So, and I obviously I want to try the sushi there too. Yeah, it was amazing. I will say, I mean, it was definitely a very different culture, but at the same time, I like. I had many times where I was looking around and I was like, we're all the same. Like when we landed in Tokyo, we'd be like walking around the city and see people like running in the morning before work. Yeah. Like walking to the subway, taking the subway or the train to work. You know, like we're so just all like me. we're all living the same life. But it's so it, true. It definitely there are some differences, arguably positive differences yeah. in the culture. So yeah, it was very cool to experience, and I f- I'm feeling very cultured this year after both hitting Peru and Japan. She's a vastly different cultures. World traveler. She's the world traveler. Love that for you. But 
Period. That was so Gen Z. Of I you. spent well. My friend Shannon's sister Colleen was with us, so she brought in that Gen Z flair. So if you hit cool if new lingo, hear any lingo in my voice that seems like I'm younger than I am, which you'll makes know me why. think of of the other day. I posted TikTok about this, but the other day in our family group chat, my brother sent a video of his new son, like hanging out with his older sons, like our our nephews playing together and I was like what did I say I said something along the lines of I'm dying oh yeah and I get a call from our mom and she was like are you okay didn't even say like hi (laughs) hello how are you and I was like yeah I'm fine like I was I think I was like at the gym or something like, if anything, I thought something was wrong because she was calling me unprompted. Like, usually she'll FaceTime me if she wants to see Dictator or something. She's like, your dad said you sent a very concerning text. <laughs> so I'm just checking up on you. To see if you're dying. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that just means, like, funny. Like, you can't handle it. Like, it was, you, I was dead from the cuteness of my two nephews playing together. She was like, oh, my gosh, Kate. You took 10 years off his life. I was like, oh, I love that. He didn't just like text me for clarification. But why didn't, that's so weird that he didn't call you. Is that weird though? I feel like that's very on brand for dad to go to mom and be like, is everything okay with Kate? Can you check on her? Make sure she's not dying. She was like, I'm I'm volunteering because she volunteers at like a hospital clinic and Mm -hmm. And your dad, your father called me, and I, like, so she literally, like, left her job to call me to make sure I was okay, so, oh, God. Um, wait, okay, a quick tangent, speaking of volunteering, so I signed up to do this new volunteering thing, which I'm very excited about. If you're, like, a loyal listener, you've heard me say that I've been trying to volunteer for probably since we started this podcast, it's been my babu. And it's finally happening, everyone. That's why you set goals. You achieve them eventually. But I... We don't don't have timelines here. (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. And I had to go to this orientation for my volunteering. And the orientation was during my flight back from Asia. And there was, was a makeup that I could have done that was on October 12th. But on October 12th, I'm going to this concert that I have been looking forward to for months. And so I was like, "Mm, that's also not going to work for me. But, you know, like if the rubber, you know, is going to meet the road, I would have like been late to the concert or missed it for this because it's very important to me. But I really, really didn't want to. And so originally it was an in-person orientation but then I got an email from the program coordinator that said hey and now it's virtual the one on the 30th so the one where I was flying home and I was like oh my god I will make this happen we were flying Delta and I was doing all this googling Delta has a firewall up against zoom Mm -hmm. so I didn't even care that I was like I'm gonna make it work so I get on the plane and it's like the orientation is starting but I'm getting like blocked out like it's not working it's not working so this is just a PSA for anyone who finds himself in my same position. And like, meanwhile, it's like you're supposed to be sleeping. It's like 10 a.m. New York time, but like 10 p.m. like South Korea time. And I'm like Googling, Googling. Reddit is my new like source of like truth for all of these sketchy questions. 
right? It was like, you need to get a VPN. Mm-hmm. So I had bought, I had already bought like the expensive Wi-Fi and Delta. So I like quick Google Express VPN. Did everybody get that? Express. Express. Write, it, write this down. Express VPN. Within minutes, I downloaded a VPN onto my phone, clicked start, and then I opened an incognito tab on Google and I went on this Zoom call and these kind people were like, hey Mary, and I could only like type because I like didn't want to get in trouble because I also saw on Reddit that they will come around and if they see that you're on a call, they will say that you need to drop it. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't drop it, they will like threaten you with like, cause you know, it's the FDA regulations. You or not FDA. No it's voice like calls, the, you, but they are like government workers. Right, right, right. So like if you like air traffic don't, control. Yeah. Law. Like you have to say what they do. Otherwise it could be like punishable by law if you don't do what they FAA. say. FAA. Thank you. Um, so Anyway, just was really proud of myself, even though I was, like, cracking up being on this Zoom call, and so they were nice enough to, like, just, like, read my chats out aloud in the breakout rooms. At first, I thought it was just going to be, like, lecturing, which it was for most of it, and then they were like, then we're going to go into breakout room time. I was like, no, not oh my the gosh. breakout rooms. I would have sat in for you. <laughs> oh, shoot. Just call, do it. Oh, shoot. I didn't even think about that. One time, Mary B. did that for one of my nursing classes in grad school. <laughs> I don't remember what class it was. Like, she didn't even read the prompt, but, like, she was out there, like, answering questions, asking thoughtful questions. Probably my best participation grade I got all semester. Guys, I, like, put on a hat and braided my hair behind me. And, like, because I had to be on video. And I think you were still in college. Like, you were in your dorm room. I was in my dorm room. And this, like, instructor was like, Kate, what do you think? And I just made something up. And it was so funny because... The girl, like, who had answered before me, she was like, "Mm, that's, like, not exactly correct, and then, like, corrected her, and then she asked me what I thought, and I made something up, and she was like, very good. (laughs) I was like, am I a nurse? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You are now a nurse. Oh, my gosh. That's just years of being able to just, like, you know. Think on your feet. Think on my feet in these literature classes. But anyway. Anyways, today's podcast. Express VPN. Express VPN. This and is not, this is not sponsored. felonies <laughs> 30,000 feet in the air. If, you know, you're a Delta worker. Please don't rat You us did out. not hear this. It wasn't me. It was her. I would never do something <laughs> like that. Oh my gosh. That was also the problem on our flight out to California. We had to be there in time for the rehearsal dinner. So we left in the morning. And there wasn't any Wi-Fi on the plane. So, of course, no. Spencer was like, that was not good for Spencer. But yeah, it was fine for me because I'd screen recorded Miss Rachel. I was prepared. I was ready to go. Was it Delta? Yeah. Did I tell you that I have status on Delta now? What What are you? Silver? Silver medallion, oh, baby. Oh, so you get free upgrades. Free upgrades. And I actually did get upgraded on my flight home, not the long one. I had to go through Minneapolis. So I got Comfort Plus on my Minneapolis. Which, like, flight. doesn't sound like much, but... It's, it's, nice. it's nice. I just don't know. How, first of all, I don't know how I got it. Second of all, I don't know how I'm going to keep it for next year. You get it. You get it next year. And then you have a whole year to try to get it again. I don't know. Because maybe I got it from last year. And I'm... Because, like, I think... No, I got well, it this show year. Well, show me your half and Let I'll me, show you. Like, you have to do... You have to spend a certain amount of money. I know. I'm actually almost at the money mark. Um, so, I'm going to maybe... Go book. to just Sky Miles. Oh, there you go. And then okay. everybody, I have this up. See, look yeah, at this. you're you're silver, so you you did enough. But like, look at these MQMs. I'm never so gonna your hit silver that. medallion. 
Yeah, baby. Status progress for 2024. See, for 2024. So, I, so you must have had it last year. But I swear I just noticed in the last few months. Well, maybe you just... Maybe you just noticed. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I did just Well, notice. if you take... You're almost to... Um, for silver. You just have to fly a couple more times. But I have to get this and that. Yeah, you have to get both so of them. So I have to spend, like... I think I'm almost there, but then I have to... I don't know. Anyway. It's, yeah. I'm gold medallion, and Spencer is but diamond. How, this could be our first pop culture thing, though. This is not quite pop culture, but it's kind of news. How oh, yeah. are you guys feeling about the Delta Sky Lounge it's devastating. So, so, so upsetting. You know, they're, they were just... Delta used to be my number one. It'll always be my number one. But did you? the CEO also came out and said that they're going to change some of their policies because they can't said they came in too hot so they're gonna they they're gonna in loosen in, loosen up and their biggest downfall was saying that it was something along the lines of your your delta amex points won't qualify for as many miles which is why people have the Delta Amex. Literally, that's the only reason. So it's they like, get why it. would I get the Delta Amex if it's not going to give me any of the perks anymore? Yeah. So that was not really well thought out on their part, especially mm-hmm. like their partnership with Amex. Same thing with the lounge. I will say the lounges are out of control. Like there's yeah. so many times when you can't even find a seat in there. So I'm I'm totally fine with them, kind of. Yeah, tightening tightening their belt on those a little bit and making it a little bit harder to get into or at least they should just like cap it and not let so many people in. But then people will get upset, you know, people will get upset if they like can't use their privilege. Yeah. So I think it's better to take it away than like cap it. I don't know. I also think that just because you get a first class seat on a regional flight, especially if you were just upgraded for free, Mm -hmm. you should not automatically be able to go into the lounge for free. Yeah. I think really that's what they should get rid of, but... But I think they want to encourage people to pay for first class. Right. Like, I think if you pay for it, sure. Yeah. But if you get a free upgrade, like, and that, that's coming from someone that the only way I fly first class is if I'm getting a free upgrade. Right, right. So that's just my two cents. But yeah, Delta, I don't know. They did a little too much. They need to relax. They need to relax a little bit. Well, may I recommend to everyone the Chase Sapphire Reserve card where (laughs) you get access to all of the premier lounges in the nation. And it's not like premier as an adjective. It's they're literally called premier lounges. Mm -hmm. And there's many different varieties of them. And you... Um, get access and get to bring one guest so it's not necessarily just like it's like flight agnostic so like all the lounges are flight agnostic so So if you're there if you're there you get to you like just go on to your chase app and google not google you search for like premier lounges in this airport and it shows you which ones there was one in the the south korea airport in the tokyo airport in the toronto airport every airport we went to there was one so I don't know. I'm going to give that some thought. This is a very, that was a very educational tip. Again, um, not sponsored. Not sponsored. But, <laughs> sponsor but Chase, if you wanted to sponsor us, we will not I could say be convinced no. to get rid of my Delta Amex. <laughs> Especially since I it's, do really it's like not even, reserve. it's not even linked to my SkyMiles account. It's linked to Spencer's Sky SkyMiles account. So I put in all of this 
time, energy, effort, spending money on our Delta Amex, and I don't even get to reap the benefits. Isn't that just criminal? So, I got to pick a fight about that later. Yeah, I think you, I think you should. <laughs> so, Anyways, that was our first thing. I, so first pop this, culture story of the I know, day. it's not quite pop culture, but it's... It's relevant. Really all over all over the news. Probably more so relevant than, you know, anything else we're going to talk about. We could call it a good transition. Yeah. So what we wanted to do today is just chat about some things happening in pop culture because there are some things that are happening that are near and dear to both of our hearts. Absolutely. So Very let's passionate. get into it. What do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about Love is Blind first because okay. I feel like that's on like the tip of everyone's brains right now because mm-hmm. it's so unhinged yes uh, let's just go through and talk about each person okay i was just gonna pull up the cast and okay. also like i was shocked because when i was first watching the first couple episodes i was like oh this is kind of slow like where's the drama bring back the bullying like obviously mm-hmm. i'm kidding but like it was just like very emotional mm-hmm. and some of the stories people were telling were just so sad and like they really and like which i I think that there can be a healthy balance between like real life serious issues and then and then also why I'm watching these shows which is kind of an escape mm-hmm. so and just like for the tea yeah exactly um just want to caveat like Kate and I have watched up to what's been released from to since today so spoilers so if you haven't watched if you haven't watched all of it then maybe just skip ahead I'll put timestamps on what we're talking about but okay. first person Leah, and we'll just give okay. our first... So we're going to go women to men. This is how the list is on Too Dumb by Netflix. Okay. Aaliyah. Nurse. Queen. Mm-hmm. When she was like, I love to eat Splenda packets and honey packets. Like, that is nurse core. Like, when you just have, like, a snack drawer that you're to give patients, it's, like, single-serving peanut butter, saltines, um, Splenda sugar, because so many of your patients are type 2 diabetics like honey to thicken things like that is just like nurse like if you were like what did i what did you eat today kate it would probably be like an off-brand ginger ale and applesauce some saltines with some peanut butter like that's that was just so funny but also i i have like my own i'll give you my thoughts on uche but i think she was like really scared going in and like a little insecure so i didn't really think anything was going to work out for her just because she was in her own way. Yeah. Also, that made me think, instead of going down this list, we should do, like, woman and their corresponding, like, love interest. So, first, like, okay, so all the nurse things aside. Also, if you're a CTIC nurse, like, that's intense. So, I was kind of shocked her her demeanor and her mannerisms like if you know someone that works in the CTICU they they can sometimes be like very very intense and very confident and not saying she isn't and like maybe she just is in her work life and then her in her personal life mm-hmm. she's much different because that takes all of her energy yeah. in her work life so she might be more confident as a nurse than she yeah. is like in her relationships yeah. and she's a, it says here she's a travel nurse too which is interesting Wow, that's also that's even more intense because you're not on like an established floor. You're mm-hmm. traveling around every couple months and learning new hospital systems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
But so what did you think about... I feel like it's hard to talk about her full relationship without bringing in Uche. Yeah. So Uche, I at first thought that he was going to be a really like confident and mature presence. Kind of like... I can't remember his name, but... The guy the, from last season. The guy season. from last season yeah. that, like, that was the best couple. Yeah. I thought that he was going to be similar to that guy's energy, which he was awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved that couple. But then things took a turn when I realized that he might be a narcissist. Yeah. He... When someone raises their voice, even in the slightest bit mm-hmm. to me, the conversation's over. And so he was trying to scold her like he was her parent when she Mm -hmm. was talking about how she made a mistake and cheated and i'm sure he has cheated at some point in his 33 years of life you don't know that you don't know he didn't lydia say you're right lydia said that he cheated on her so i take it back spoiler he cheated on Lydia. He cheated on Lydia. Who's his, Who's kind of a low-key stalker who's also somehow in the show. But at the same time, why was Uche bringing that up in front of the camera? Yes. I just felt like he that was extremely unnecessary. It was a bad look. He walked in during that party to talk about this, and it was so unnecessary to the problem at hand. I think if he wanted to confront her about some of the things that he said to Aaliyah, then that is relevant, but he was bringing up irrelevant things that she did in the past. Like, all I thought that wanted was so was, unnecessary. All he wanted was his 15 minutes. He wanted to this, turn this into the Uche show, and if you're a 33-year-old, you are not going to raise your voice at me, and you're not going to swear at me. Yeah. Which I have a problem with, like, a lot of the people on this show and their swearing. Like, just, like, know your time and place for, for yeah. swearing. The and swearing was... Wild. Really wild. But, so, like, yeah. national television. I'm, I'm out on... I'm so I'm out, out on, on Uche. Uche. And I'm so glad that Aliyah left. Aaliyah. Aaliyah left, even though she did it in the, like, wrong way. She's just kind of, like, ghost. I know. And I, also, I'm... I wish that she wouldn't have asked for him back. Like, I wish she would have just, like, left. Mm-hmm. And then... But I think after he started talking to her a certain way over the phone, she I loved how she was like, okay, then we have nothing else to talk about. Like, yeah. she, like, didn't beg anymore. Yeah. She was like, which okay, is so which, good. We never good. beg. We yeah. don't beg for anybody. Yeah. So I, I did like that, and I think she made the right decision because Uche was, I think did not did not like especially the way i mean the way that he and i have the same gripe with oh my gosh with izzy Mm -hmm. i think that the way that another man talks to a woman even if that woman maybe did something wrong like they're trying he's trying to you know have a conversation with her about how she treated him even if they are in the wrong the way that that conversation goes the language he chooses to speak how he chooses to treat that situation is indicative of how he's going to treat you exactly when you make a mistake in a relationship and so i look at the way that uche and izzy are treating um lydia and and johnny Mm -hmm. and i'm like immediate no immediately a red flag immediately no and then you're judging me you're not loving me unconditionally which is what your partner is supposed to do this is a and it's not like they but it's not like they're to be fair they're not he's they're not talking to their partner in that moment but even if it's not your partner the conversation should be approached with 
respect and especially like when you're 29 33 like we can have a conversation and you don't have to be petty and continue to interrupt me right in a and again you're not my mom like i have a mom if she wants to call me on the phone and tell me how terrible i am she can do that and you're not gonna do that especially when it's irrelevant right like, like i'm trying to open up to you and be vulnerable and you're making me feel terrible why would i ever open up to you about anything yeah and I think that Izzy and Uche both were continuing to push on situations that they did not need to push on. Right. And it made them look stupid. Right. I think. So, should we move on to maybe maybe we should just go to Joni? Okay. Now that we Johnny. Yeah. Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. Um, what do you think about her? So I really liked Johnny. I think she's very authentic, and I was really sad about what happened like how Izzy responded to her and her being with people that have addiction issues and stuff like that my only the only thing that was like so strange to me was how she was saying that like she really didn't even love her husband that she was married to and then got divorced from like that was I could totally see that kind of being a red flag Mm-hmm. about my like my future partner was like I didn't love my wife I'd be like what why did you marry her like that's so crazy but I also think that her running back to this other guy is nothing new for this show yeah no I People was expecting do that, that yeah like like in last in the last season that same guy the guy did that what was his name like the kind of like nerdy one he he did that same thing and so oh, Paul And so, and I thought it was really contradicting of Izzy to be like, oh, you were just ran to this other guy after like rejecting him. When in reality, Izzy was fully on board with Johnny. And then Mm -hmm. two seconds later decided he wasn't and then proposed to Stacy. So it's like, he's also flipping in like 0.2 seconds. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't really get to call her out on that one. I agree. I also think that, I don't know. I think if I were, I think Johnny's being a little bit too hard on herself. And I think that when you're in that situation, I could see it being really difficult to make a decision of who's your number one. And in the real world, also, you're not all together in this sort of like controlled environment where he's like so aware that like she like went for this other guy and then like in the real world you can date two people at once and it's totally and then you can think like maybe i like this guy better and then you go on one date and you're like just kidding like i made a mistake i actually like the other guy better and so i'm gonna go with him totally and i think that so i think that she's being a little hard on herself like i understand that like it's a different circumstance and this man like knows that he was second behind him but also i think a big thing for knowing that someone is your number one is knowing how they feel about you. And so I think up until that conversation, Johnny had Izzy as her number one, assuming that he also had her as number one. Right. And moving forward with that knowledge, she was thinking, okay, Izzy is the one I'm going to go with. But then, of course, when she hears that he's not her number, she's not his number one, she's going to be like, wait, like, okay, if I'm not your number one, then you're not going to be my number one. Right, exactly. So, like, that's new information. Like, what did he, what did he, what did he, as he want her to do? Just, like, go home and not 
be with anybody. Like, yeah, the like, whole point of the show is to find a partner so you can continue on the show. Also, we kept saying, like, you're sketchy, you're sketchy. Like, grow up! That's the best adjective you have. I don't know. And the way he acted in that whole scene was very cringe to me. I, I also don't like the way that Stacey acted. Like, I don't know. Like, we don't know everything that happened. Not a but girl's girl. I think that if I were on national television and my husband or fiance came over and was like cursing and like talking poorly like, about a girl, yeah, I would have so, been like, such a red flag. I would have been like, let's just take a chill. Like, we don't know the full situation. Like, da da da. Like, and she really leaned into the like negative talk about her and so i did like i don't know like if you want to have that like like session behind closed doors like have that session behind closed doors but again we're on national television yeah but also like maybe they're coming to it from the angle of like i want my 15 minutes of fame and so i'm gonna like everything is through the glasses of being on tv yeah reality tv but I will say that something to me, and maybe this is my, you know, internalized misogyny, something to me about Johnny feels off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe but we'll find out. Maybe we'll find out. But I something is just my gut is just tingling with her. I though like I I don't think that I don't take back anything I just said, but something Yeah, I could see that. I could see there being I don't a know twist later what on. it is, but we'll find out. Okay, are we good on... I just have to say, too, also, like, I was really in on Izzy for a long time, but after that conversation with Johnny, 100% out Oh, I was out on Izzy before that. I was out on Izzy when he said that he's never not gone 50-50. Oh, yes, you're right. That was it. I was out. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought (laughs) this question a lot about split bills and things like that and he's never like that's that's frightening he was like i've never been like in a relationship where i'm like paying for it and here's the thing like if that's the relationship you want if that's if you want to be splitting the bills that is amazing more power to you go for it when i was dating i was dating with the intention of looking like i wanted a provider someone who wanted to provide for me and to provide an amazing life for our family. And I never feel bad for that because that provides secure financial security for yourself. It provides a great future for your children. It provides a lot of things. And like women couldn't even have a bank account until the 1970s and we don't get paid the same. And you want me to sit here and act like I should be splitting 50 50 with you. Like that's just not happening. Like, the only person who lose, is losing in that situation is us as women. Like, you men should be paying. It's an honor to be in my presence, like, okay? Like, you asked me yeah. on a date. I put my makeup on. I am risking my security to come on a date with someone I don't know. Literally. Like, I, you are going to pay for me, and then you're going to continue to pay for me. And there are lots of men out there who want to do that, and it's not even a conversation, and you were looking for someone who wanted to do that. Yes. And that, and so there, if that is your preference, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I think when Stacy grew up watching her dad be the provider, that's what you want. Like, that's how we grew up. Like, we grew up with a dad that supported our mom, whether she wanted to work, if she wanted to stay at home. He respected her job as a stay-at-home mom and really 
made her feel like that was a really important job and he never as it is yeah it is he never like he never criticized if she made purchases or anything which like she never even did because the woman's nickname is Mizey but I think that that was how I what I wanted like I wanted someone to be like you can work you don't have to work like I got the bills like you're gonna like you're gonna have to grill the children like if you don't want to work that's fine and, and then I also in the same breath wanted to always be able to provide for myself which is why nursing was the perfect career choice for me and that's why I work per diem and I keep my license active and I keep my skills fresh so that I always have those I always have those opportunities because you just never know what the future holds but I just think that he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a job. Well, he said that he just started doing. He just started something. He just started doing insurance sales a week before filming started, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, he's like the the grind. It was too much." Like I'm like, you're 29 years old. What do you mean the grind is too much? You haven't even been working that long. Like, yeah. That's a red flag to me. Like I want, because that's another thing for me. I wanted someone who was ambitious and to enjoy the work that they do and wanted to work hard. So, Uh, and I mean, like, not necessarily for out, like, because you know, you can be a perfectly good person and not be that that guy who's wanting to like front the bill. But I think that the way he handled that relation, that conversation with Johnny made me literally out on him, like, as a person. Yeah. Okay, true. For, like... True. I mean, there's one thing between being out on him as, like, if you were maybe to date him. There's another... Like, I think that conversation with Johnny, he... He showed his true colors. He was really, like, he kept interrupting her. He cursed a lot. It was honestly embarrassing for him. Yes. I feel like he probably, looking back, is embarrassed yeah because the person that loses their cool you're gonna lose every time and johnny was just like okay izzy like can i talk now and then she would start talking and he would interrupt her yeah like such a such a man double standard to be like don't interrupt me and then you start talking and he interrupts you and he goes on like a monologue and literally i'm like anyway and then make her cry like do you feel like a man for making a woman cry yeah does that make you feel good about yourself so awful so anyway, out on Izzy, and I think that Stacy also did not handle that situation well, and I think she's making a mistake by staying with him. Yes. So that's on that. Who else do we have to talk to? Should we just? What about um Lydia? <sighs> it's also crazy that this season there's only like two couples. Yeah, and I don't think any of these people should be together, which is so strange because the last couple of seasons, I've always had at least one or two couples to root for. Lydia, Lydia, Lydia. Girl, did she come for Ruche? I think she did. I think that, but I don't know. I think she did. I think she did a little bit. And so it kind of gives soccer vibes a little. Not that we like Uche anyway. But now she's with his other guy. So And also I will say when Uche was telling the story to Aliyah? Aliyah? Aliyah. Aliyah. I'm actually not sure if it's Aliyah or Aliyah. Sorry, girl. She how he was saying how he kept going back back to her. Like then there's something wrong with both sides when you're doing that. Because like if someone is truly like toxic and not treating you well when you're in your 30s, like, you're not running back to them all the time. And right. They, this was as, as early as, like, a couple months. We don't know what year this was filmed, so... I'm assuming it was probably 2022 it was filmed, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
So he was still 30 plus. And I think that obviously they're not going to last because poor Milton is just too young. Milton is so young. I'm like, Milton, run away. Like, you do not need to be getting married. Like, I don't know. I just hope they don't. I feel like he's going to say no. I think both of them are going to say no at the altar. When Lydia was like, where, where, you're going to wear the black shorts. And he was like, I want to wear my gray shorts. She was like, "Mm, you're going to wear your black. Yeah, it's giving my mother and child. Yeah, it's It's like, like, not ah, good. this is so awkward. Yeah. So, Milton is just like a nerdy little guy. I love Milton. He's like six nine. <laughs> so he, I love and I loved the scene with his roommate. They were so funny. Yeah, like you just need to in like ten years, then you can then you come can back go and love this. his mind. Yeah. So yeah, I love Milton, but I think that I hope he's gonna say no. Yes, and I feel like he will. And I think like Lydia might shape shift a little bit to kind of fit what she thinks Milton will want. I don't know. And I thought that also thought Lydia saying those things to Aaliyah about Uche was that she was definitely trying to be manipulative. Yeah. In the She's situation. Like, I see myself and you were the same person. That was so weird. I, I would I would be deeply offended if Lydia said that to me. Girl. But and how she was like, Oh, his house, his car, da 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 and Alina's like, This is love is blind. Like I don't wanna know any of those things. Right, right. right. Which I get because that can totally sway your decision sometimes mm-hmm. in a certain way. Yeah, so that was wild. But at the same time, I was also like, why did she keep that inside for so long that he yeah. cheated on her? Why didn't she come in? Come in come with that. Right after the date, being before Aaliyah and Uche even formed a bond. Yeah. And be like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, my ex is in here. I know him. He cheated on me. Yeah, like he did all these bad like things. You to should me. know. Like, so I don't weird. know why she was holding that in for so long, especially with like the cheating thing. When she was like, he got so mad at me for cheating. Like she should have immediately been like, well, he cheated on well, me. He cheated on me. So he exactly. doesn't have a leg to stand on. Exactly. But she, I feel like she didn't do that probably because she like had hopes for Uche. Yeah, true. It's kind of giving stalker vibes. I hate using that though, because it just is like, I don't know. We're not trying like, to perpetuate like the girl's crazy yeah, stereotype. I hate that stereotype. I'm just going based off of facts. Also, I want to say, I don't know, I just, like, didn't like, again, didn't like the way Uche handled that with her, like, bringing up the screenshots of the Instagram stories, like, so unnecessary, definitely just trying to get us 15 minutes. Yes. And also, like, what girl, I, I mean, I shouldn't say what girl, but, like, there, I'm sure there are plenty of girls out there who see another girl commenting on their man's Instagram, and it's like, oh, who is this girl? Oh, who is this girl? Oh, who is this girl? Like... Sometimes that kind of stuff happens. So. Yeah, and I will say the car thing, that was weird. But she did claim that she was, like, driving by. That know. also really wasn't that weird to me. The only really weird thing to me is that she's on the show. Yeah, if it is true that she's on the show because she knew he was on the show, that is really actually the only weird thing. Everything else is, like, I don't know, like, normal, like, not normal, but, like, she, not, nothing that is really that Great. wild. Yeah. The last thing I want to say is I think it's so weird that Uche didn't recognize her voice. That was weird. Because she has a very distinct very accent, the way she talks. Yeah. So that was very strange to me. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how the rest of the season goes. Oh, okay. We oh, have my gosh. Couple, we didn't though. even get to the biggest one. Taylor. Love Taylor. She I think should she be protected it at really all well. That she, if you are looking at like how to handle a, a toxic gaslighting oh psychopath, 
that she did it perfectly mm-hmm. because she could have very easily gone the other way and been like, okay, and like formed herself to meet his needs. And the fact that she was like, nope, this is wrong. Jared haunts me in my dreams. Like Jared, he's the worst of people all. People like Jared's. It's I is the type of people that scare me that they they roam this planet. And like sometimes, what like, that is not an uncommon trait in first responders. Hmm. You usually see it more in cops. And very rarely in firefighters, like usually the firefighters. Which thank you for your service. Yes. Jared. Oh my gosh, of course. But, but like you have to think of the type of person that's running into a burning building. Like sometimes those people, they they have a different like they're they're doing it for different reasons than like just being a good person. So I don't know if he's got other issues going on. He certainly seems like it. And the tea thing also. At the most and superficial level. And how he level. literally thinks he's, like, Mr. America, always wearing red, white, and blue. That was Like, strange. I don't know why he thinks he gets... I don't know, because if he would have just been honest and said, you know what, I don't think... I don't, I don't like your looks. Like, this is not going to work out. Like, he would have gotten a lot of, like, negative talk. But, like, at least he was then honest. To, to try to lie and say that your communication is wrong because... She came in with caked on, quote, makeup on national TV with fluorescent lighting. Like, everybody does that. So I thought that was just... That's so weird. That was... It's just a lie. He's lying. Like, he should have just... I don't know. It probably would have been worse if he was honest, but... I don't know. The, he didn't handle it well. The, like... If... You think if Alex Earl or someone like that DM'd him, he would have had an issue with all the makeup she wears it all it, it just no. like, came across as very controlling yeah like it's one thing to say like babe like i like you better with no makeup on at all it's another thing to say like i don't want you to ever wear makeup and that's the reason why we're having communication issues yeah that doesn't make any sense yeah doesn't make any sense at all i just didn't like him at all so i'm but glad that they're broken service. up I'm glad she left. She, she, I thought she handled that well. Yes, because she totally could have just been like, okay, and like continued on for the sake of staying on TV or whatever mm-hmm. her reasons may be. Mm-hmm. But so so proud of her for standing her ground. Yeah, good job, girl. Mm-hmm. All these men, I will say, I feel like there, like there's rarely a man on Love Is Blind where I'm like, yeah, like he's great. <laughs> Yeah. I thought the guy from last season, again, from my favorite couple last season, I can't remember his name. He was great, mm-hmm. but I don't know. <sighs> anyway. This show is be... just unhinged. I know. It's, this is my least favorite season, but I can't look away. It's always like It's like a train. It's like a ch- car crash. I know. I'm going to keep watching. And yeah, if anyone was curious, that's what I did all yesterday because Kate said... You need to watch all of Love is Blind, and then we'll talk about it on the pod. So I absolutely marathoned it yesterday, and so I'm really, really up on it. What days do the new episodes come out? Good question. Let me check. Uh, Oh, wait. Hold on. When does Love is Blind come out? Then we need to get on to our next topic. Well, let's make predictions. What do you think is going to happen? I think that... None of them are going to get married. Mm. That is my prediction. If anybody's going to get married, it'll probably be Stacey and Izzy. But because I think Stacey wants to get married. But that's 
my only prediction. I do not think that anybody else will get married. Um, and I think I think Milton will say no and Lydia will say yes. Okay. And I think that so it's only Stacy and Izzy and Lydia and Milton. Yeah, there's only two. That's it. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. And then I think Stacy will say yes because she wants to get married. And Izzy will say yes because he wants a sugar mama. Yeah, so I agree with you. I think the only couple that has any chance is Stacy and Izzy, even though I hope that then they get divorced. <laughs> Are they going to follow Johnny and the guy that she was with? I don't know. Maybe. We'll have to see what happens. And so I will say, if you want an example of how to respond, like... How the guy that she was with, when she came back all upset, he was like, no, it's like, don't listen to them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not you. Like, he was very sweet and comforting. Like, that's how your person should be responding. Yeah. Friday. Friday? Mm-hmm. All right. Friday. Well, we can talk about it. Friday. Next week. Friday, Friday. Um, it might have to be the week after that because I'm gone this weekend. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm crazy. She's gone. But anywho, okay, we are getting up there in time, so I guess we only need to do, you know, the next biggest thing at the moment. Taylor Swift. Oh. And our boy, Travis Kelsey. Which I just want to say to everyone that this is particularly special to us because we are from Kansas Kansas City. City. And we have our lifetime Chiefs fans, people. Yes, yes. We ride or die for the Chiefs. Somehow our dad is getting all of the inside scoop. Yeah, he's like before tea. it even comes out in, yeah, he, like, in the media, us, like he's like, this is where they're going. This is they got they rented out they this rent. Like this we knew, night. we knew they were where they were going before they even went there. Like we knew all the stuff, all mm-hmm. the things. He's just got his ear to the ground. He's, I mean, he's like heavily involved in the Chiefs world, so so he it knows. makes sense. Yeah, but. I was cracking up, I have to say. He referred to her as T-Swizzle. 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 Yeah. He has been doing that for years. Um, I was cracking up this morning when I was looking through Instagram and all of the news stories about Taylor Swift and uh, going to the Jets game last night. Yeah. And it, the box, which, okay, so let's just preface where Brittany Mahomes is like a caricature in Kansas City culture because... She's very active on Instagram, mm-hmm. and, like, we have, like, heard things from, like, different wags it about was, her. Yeah, it was definitely worse before she had, before they got married and before she had two kids. Like, she was, her and Jackson, Jackson were on a whole other level. But anyway, so it was so funny. The box that they were all in, it was, like... Taylor Swift, Hugh Jackman, Blake Lively, um, Ryan Reynolds, and Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> I was like, so girly, 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 how did you get on this list? Uh, like, okay. Ariana, what are you doing here? Literally, Ariana, what are you doing here? And there's a video of her talking to Taylor. I was like, okay, Brittany. But at the same time, I feel like Brittany like, wouldn't love, like, I don't know. I feel like she likes to be the most shiny person in the room. Yeah, she doesn't want her. I mean, who knows? That's just the vibe I get off Instagram. stolen. And also, she's pretty close friends, or she was, with Travis Kelsey's ex Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they went to... Remember I told you the story? They went to Vegas in surprise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's a story, a story for another time. Kate keeping the tea to herself. Yeah. I don't want to blow up our source yeah who's very close to yeah shoot yeah we don't want to blow up her spot but anyway i mean 
I think that I just have to say, back to what's really important here, which is Taylor Swift. I... Well, first, let me see what you think. Do you think it's real? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that it's not real, but, like, I think that they're just having fun. I, yeah. don't, I don't think this will turn into anything substantial. I hope that people don't... When this does eventually fizzle out, I hope that people don't... Like, I hope the Swifties don't come for Travis. I think they're both just having fun and Swifties don't come for Travis. I don't think this is going to turn into anything for a multitude of reasons, but I think that I think Taylor Swift needs to be with like a hedge fund manager. She needs to be with a billionaire who is fine with her traveling all the time because he's also traveling all the time and is in a completely separate field because at the end of the day, Travis Kelsey is like still in entertainment just like she is. So I think it'd be good for her to be with someone completely outside of that. And there are some nice, nice hedge fund guys out there. Nice, you know. Here's the thing, though, is the hedge fund guy would have to be comfortable being in the spotlight. He doesn't have have to be in the spotlight. But, like, I think that that's true. But I think that Taylor really loves going to award shows and being out in the public Well, he can just be, like, silent, like, standing there with her, you know? know, Like, how Dolly, no one knows Dolly Parton's husband. But also in, like, okay, you know what? That point is the only one you need to make. That just... I think that, you know, like, people like Miranda Kerr and her husband, the guy who started Snapchat, like, she just goes and he's just kind of, like, there, you know? But at the same time, I mean, you make a good point with Dolly, but I think that Taylor Swift is in a, for lack of a better term, era of the totally. world. Totally. I think she's just trying to have a fun time. No, no, no. But what I'm trying to say is, like, right now, we have social media. Mm. We have all a lot more publicity than Dolly Parton ever had to deal with or so her husband. True. So but, like, true. People nowadays, like, the Swifties out there, they will find you. Yeah. And they will try to find every morsel that they can about your yeah. life in a way that I don't think that, I mean... I don't know 100%, but I feel like Dolly Parton, probably people were curious who her husband and, but husband was, but there wasn't like an Instagram back then where they could post. She does. She also doesn't have like this stand, like the toxic stand yeah, culture, yeah, people yeah. really crossing the line and being invasive when it comes to trying to figure things out. Like Taylor can't really have like the private life that Dolly could have because I really think people are going above and beyond in yeah. a toxic Which, way though, to figure out what she's doing we're not against the swifties though this not no very, i'm not talking about i'm not talking about swifties. we love the swifties i'm talking about the toxic people who are invasive of her privacy mm-hmm. who are going like above and beyond being a normal fan and to the point where she could never have any sort of private life because they're constantly exposing what's going on in her life in like a in, a in a negative way not just being a fan of hers and supportive of her yeah so but i feel like travis seems like someone who is more comfortable being in the spotlight yeah totally maybe enjoys being in the spotlight and i said this before to someone and i'll say it here he pursued her knowing that she's always in the spotlight, knowing that she's at the top of her career and is making billions of dollars. And so I think there's something to be said for he knew what he was signing up 
for and pursued that in her. Whereas like Joe, the rumors are he could not handle that aspect of her, did not want to be a part of it. Yes. And so I think that there there is something to be said for that. I think it takes definitely takes a certain type of man to be able to handle a woman who is on such an incredible level of fame. And Taylor Swift has been at the top of her game for since she was like what 13, 14, 15. Like well, when did she become popular? She, okay, so she I mean she really hasn't always been on the top of her game. She had a huge like fall from grace after that whole Kim K Kanye thing, hence the album Reputation was born. And so the whole thing with Joe is that they got together when that reputation mm. thing was like happening. So she, she was like in hiding. She truly like hid away from the world and made a conscious decision to do so and then did reputation and then right after reputation was COVID. So like they were squirreled away in COVID together. And then she does this whole heiress tour, Midnight's comes out, she comes back into the public eye, and that is what like the rumors are saying, that he did not want that, wanted her to stay more in the private little world with him, and that's not what she wanted. She likes to go out and about. She totally. likes to she be at these like awards so shows. She looks so fun. She she's, looks like such right. a fun time. Like, she looks like she's such a fun time, and... I think that that's not, like, I think that what Joe had gotten accustomed to over all of these years is not what she really wanted, but she was more so a victim of circumstance and having to be squirreled away. So she needs someone, I think, that wants to enjoy that with her. And I feel like a personality like Travis is more conducive to totally, that. Totally, totally. I think, but to what my, the point I was trying to make was to be with someone of such stardom success and just to be like incredibly talented like you have to be a very secure yeah which he seems like he's quite secure he's so. quite secure like maybe to a fault sometimes <laughs> but he's quite secure yeah so i but you know if you're asking me if i think it's real i don't feel like it's her forever yeah but Which we love. We I love, love that she's having fun. Yeah. And it seems like she is having a great time. And, you know, if Taylor's happy, I'm happy. So we'll see what happens. Here's the thing, too, is an argument for if it were to become serious. He also comes from a really what seems to be wholesome family. Totally. And I feel like Taylor would love that. Totally. Like someone with stability, with a really nice mom. Like I feel like their moms would get along. Yes, like they would get along. And I feel like based off of the pictures in from Arrowhead, they were Taylor and her mom were getting along and his mom were getting along. So like, if there is an argument to be made, I could see, again, like, what do I really know? I know, but we're talking about people we don't even know. We don't know. <laughs> so, like, all of this is a grain of salt in making so many assumptions. This is just our, our opinions. Exactly. As per usual, yes. our opinions. Be they uneducated, we are still giving them. Yes. And, no, they're not uneducated, but, you know, they're educated they're to a certain level. Okay. They're ours. So, how much we're knowledge we own. have. It just seems like, I think Taylor would really appreciate a wholesome family and i think she would like kansas city because she i think she would love it and i think also i mean she likes nashville i think she would like kansas city and i i just think that she more than any other celebrity that i'm aware of has 
been able to maintain a groundedness throughout her career where she is still that like girl next door vibe even though she's she you know next to Beyonce is the most successful female artist of our time right but she still is like grounded and like you always hear of her being kind and she's such a she's like philanthropic she's philanthropic she's a giver she is like just all of these wonderful things and has been able to maintain that through all of this fandom and i just i think she's like you know i think that being grounded maybe she wants a grounded family because it yeah. seems like the kelsey's are a grounded family yes maybe she's looking for that yeah she just wants some normalcy in her life yeah, and if so, the Kelsey's can provide that to her, honestly, that's kind of unique, I feel like, in yeah. her circumstances, to find a man who has a family that seems to be, like, normal, all things considered. Yeah. true. I think, and, like, as you, as you get older, at least, like, in my experience, you, your priorities shift, and you really start to look at like what would a future family look like and what do I want that to look like? What right. do I want my Christmases to look like? Yes, stuff like that. Exactly. So, so maybe she wants her Christmases to look like to just be normal. A normal one with a Kelsey family. We love that. And yeah. I love um, Jason Kelsey's wife, Kylie, I think her name is. I haven't seen the doc, I know you have. She seems really lovely and like she just really loves her husband. Even though I do think it's kind of weird how he's like should I retire? Is it enough for me to be home with my wife and like my beautiful kids? But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. I kind of, I was not a believer for a long time, but now I think I might be a believer. Yeah. I really thought that they were just trolling us, but I do think that they are just having fun. You know, I also like on my B-roll last Which night, I, I was looking I can't even tell you how many people were watching the Chiefs-Jets game. Truly just for Taylor Swift. Hilarious. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, welcome to the fandom. Welcome to Chiefs Kingdom. Did you? We're so glad you're here. Yes, yeah. welcome. We're two-time Super Bowl champs in the last couple of years. Yeah. So it's not like we're it's not, not like you're team. watching for nothing. Like, no. It's better than being a Jets fan, okay? Mm. And that's coming from somebody whose husband is a Jets fan. So... NFL, Taylor's you, version. There, That's there my favorite. <laughs> Did you see how she, they looked like, they thought she was eating something with like ketchup and ranch, like chicken tenders yeah. ketchup and ranch, and how Heinz is coming out with like a presumably ketchup and ranch mm-hmm. dip. Taylor's hilarious. The, the power of Taylor. The ca- caveat though is that they've always had this ketchup and ranch sauce, oh, really? but they just changed the label. Oh, I Which didn't I know thought that. was very smart of them. Yes. Their social media people are all... And it's so funny also did you see that nfl changed their tiktok bio to taylor's version people That's are really so leaning in like they're writing the her Gen Z social media <laughs> managers they know what they're, they're doing so good like you know you can tell when a brand has a good like a social media manager that's like in yeah. the know when their jokes are funny like frontier has a good one like spirit airlines mm-hmm. like ryanair like when they make the jokes it's like oh you're in on it also, it's so funny. Like, if you just Google, like, Chiefs vs. Jets, all the stories are. Recap, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Swift. Taylor Swift mania takes over Chiefs vs. Jets. I wonder if she'll be there at the game we're going to in December. I know. I was thinking about that. Taylor, if you're listening. If you're listening, let us we'll know if you want to hang out in the box with us. Yeah. Wait, what's that? Oh, my. Your show. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, Taylor, let us know. You're welcome in our box. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> sit with us. We'll have chicken tenders. Well, I will you bring can be dictator. you chicken tender sauce. You can be dictator. Yeah, she, wow. she would love another, another auntie. She would love another auntie. Another blonde, tall, mm-hmm. tall blonde auntie. Yep. Fit right in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, this podcast became so long. Yes. We just so much to say. Yes. Anything else you want to talk about? Who would have thought? Like, we were like, oh, it's going to be casual pop culture This pod. is like our longest one. N- um, no, I have nothing else to say. Mm-hmm. And just to, you know, reminder, our opinions are our own. And yes. not, are not a reflection of anyone or anyone else. Purely, for, purely for entertainment. Entertainment purposes only. Entertainment only. And feel free to tell us that we're wrong. Yeah, we love it. We right love healthy discourse. DM us. We love a discourse. Should we quickly do baboos? I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Yeah, let's do baboos. So let's just start fresh. Okay. Unless you get a baboo. I do remember my baboo. Okay, what was your baboo? My baboo was to work out in Japan and oh. I didn't do it. Okay, that's great. I'm happy <laughs> I'm happy you didn't. You shouldn't be working out in Japan anymore. Anyway. I just walked over yeah, that's a workout. Time on feet top was out of this world. That's all you have that's that's a good enough workout. A low yeah. low in, low impact. Yeah. Low intensity. I did do cycle yesterday, and I swear my legs got stronger from all the walking. Did you go to I Cam? I went to Cam. Love he, him. He um didn't really talk much. Maybe he was tired. Oh. Mm-hmm. But it was maybe, great music. Maybe. It is great. He does have great music. Um, I could not tell you my babu. Maybe just being on like a good schedule. My babu. I have been in a food prep mm. era right now, so mm. my babu is to continue on that trend. And also, my babu, this is kind of a silly one, but I kind of want to vlog more. That's not silly. I've been vlogging a little, and I'm like, wow, I actually enjoy this. And if you've been following my TikTok journey at all, you know I went through a period where I was just, like, hating it and questioning everything I did. And I was not confident in any of my choices. And now I feel like I'm back to just, like, having fun with it again, which is a good feeling. I love that. It should be fun. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't be doing it if it's painful Mm -hmm. in any way. My babu, well, first, love that. My babu is to rest up. Yes. That's literally it. Because I also... It's the best thing you can do for yourself. Because I'm actually clinically insane, mm. I'm going to a music festival this weekend in Austin. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I'm a little worried about myself. You really need to rest this week. But... Make sure you're doing some, like, immunity booster stuff. Yeah, I have my emergency... But I, I just have to say, some of my favorite artists that I have ever wanted to see are going to this music festival. And so I just simply had to say yes. But at the same time, I don't think I fully thought it through. I really just said yes on a whim, even though I am very, very, very excited. So anyway, long story short, I need 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 to rest to take care of myself i'm actually feeling pretty good today um all things considered i think that they say that to travel from the west to the east it's easier to get over your jet lag than if you're going east to west which i know we had some confusion in the beginning but yes i did travel from the west to in the eastern direction Whereas if you're coming from Europe, you're actually traveling from a a western direction. I mean, sorry, an eastern direction coming back west into the United States. So I think that that's true because I actually feel really good. And let me tell you, I did not feel good in Tokyo. 
like 3 a.m. is the witching hour. So mm. if you know, you know. So anyway, that's my bad. She's just so well traveled. Trying my best while I'm young. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. The last thing I want to say, thank you for making it this far. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so please, please, please be doing your self exams. You are not too young. Even if you don't have family history, only 10% of diagnoses actually come from family history. So a whole 90% is not genetic factor at all. So you should be doing them same day, like every month, I would probably say. I don't know. I have to look up the guidelines, but just make sure you're doing your self-checks, okay? Very important. Do your self-checks. And the longer you wait, only bad things can happen. So if you have a suspicion, get in right away, and you can always DM me. I can help you find someone in your area. Yes. Especially in New York. So tell people, what are they looking for when they check? Any, anything like, I like to think of your body as a neighborhood. And so you really need to become familiar. It's the same thing with skin checks too. You just need to become familiar with your surroundings. And so if you see a car that you recognize in your neighborhood, you're not going to be concerned, right? But if all of a sudden there's a sketchy van, you're going to be like, whoa, this is not right. So it's the same thing with your body. If you know, if you get a new freckle or mole, that you're not used to having, you should be getting that checked out. If you're feeling any sort of lumps, tenderness, anything, all the way into your armpit, around your breasts, anything. if you're having um, any scabs, any bleeding from the nipple, obviously that's not normal. Like any like sort of like sore type thing on your breast, that's not normal. So to have a concern, you should always get it checked out. It's always better to err on the side of caution. But, so. but also, can you speak to, you know, having lumps around your cycle? So sometimes you can, they can just be hormonal and that's not uncommon. It's also not uncommon to have benign cysts lumps in your in breasts. Lumps in your breasts around, sorry, I didn't clarify that. Yeah. Lumps in your breasts around your period. So like hormonal changes can cause things too. And so if you're noticing consistently, you're, you have a lump that comes and goes with your cycle that would be a normal car mm-hmm. in your neighborhood. So it's good to just be aware, which is why this is so sad that like, I just don't even know this off the top of my head, but this is, this is why they give you certain guidelines of when you should be doing the self checks because your cycle can definitely affect um, what's going on. Mm-hmm. But if you're noticing a lump that does not go away, it's maybe even getting bigger. And a lot of the times they're not painful so some people are like, oh, it doesn't hurt, so it's probably fine. No, you still need to go get it checked. It's always better because these things can grow really fast. You would be shocked, like the number of stories I heard where like they went in and like a month later, like it had progressed. So you really should just always err on the side of caution when it comes to your body and your health because they're, here there are two outcomes. It's perfectly fine. Or it's something we need to take care of. So and sooner is always better. To, to put it off, it's only going to get worse. So, yeah, just get it checked. That's my... And listen to your soap, body. Soapbox. I feel like sometimes people try to talk you out of things, but if you think that something's wrong, trust your gut. Yes. It's better to be wrong and but to, to get, get it checked. checked. Yeah. And there are also a lot of free mammogram mobile clinics, especially in New York City. So I didn't even know that. I'm yeah, Mount Sinai, has, Mount Sinai has one. You don't need one if you have genetic, a genetic history. You obviously should get one sooner 
but I believe that you should start when you're 50, I think. So, but if you have any sort of suspicion, especially if you have family history that's like double whammy, you should go. But if you have any suspicion, period, because like I said, 90% of diagnoses have no genetic factor. So. Thank you for that, Kate. That's all I have to say. The girlies appreciate you. The girlies appreciate you. Happy Breast Cancer Awareness Month. If you are someone who has been through breast cancer and has survived or is in remission, then I hope you know that you're badass. And check your breasts, sis. Yes. Check those titties. Your breasts, sis. Sorry, mom. <laughs> we did karaoke in Osaka, and my friends, Shannon's mom was there, and someone put on Drunk in Love. And you should have seen Drunk her face when, when Kanye, or not Kanye, sorry. When uh, Jay-Z raps, your breasts is my breakfasts, she was unwell. <laughs> anyway, uh, I hope this was a long podcast since, you know, we've been gone for so long. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for making it to the point. We love you. Happy girls. And Tuesday. Reset, reset baby. Let's, Let's go. go.